Hey, welcome back. We hope you enjoy listening to part two of this episode. All right, so another big thing we did back in the day, you guys remember this, was all the different paper things you could do. I remember folding Ninja Stars, I think you mentioned earlier, John, um, those like paper claw things you could do. I did this thing with uh, gum wrappers that you would wrap around your finger and twist the end and make a little popper. You put it loosely in your other hand and then you cup it and you could shoot it off somewhere. Oh, wow. Rocket, that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was a good time. And then classic, classic, everybody remembers these, are the fortune tellers. You guys see this in the camera, right? But what it was, a square that you stick your fingers up in, and then you can open it one way and then open it the other way. And on the outside, you had shapes or colors that you would choose from. And then on the inside, there were numbers. And that was how many times you would open and close. And then you, the last time, would uh, determine your, your fortune or whatever. And so we're going to play that real quick, just a fat thumb and happy paper game real quick. And then also another one that we're going to do here in a minute is MASH. If you guys remember MASH, MASH stood for mansion, apartment, shack, and house. And then you would do a spiral to count how many rings you had, and that was your magic number. And you would do categories like what's your career going to be, who are you going to marry, what kind of, you know, how many kids are you going to have, where are you going to live, stuff like that. It was a fun time. So we're going to play a couple of those games tonight just to just to bring it back to the old days and have some fun does that sound good guys sounds great yep let's do it all right who wants to play the paper fortune teller go ahead ben all right so what's on the outside i can't see what it is uh star smiley face diamond and spiral tell me which shape diamonds all right diamonds it opens up this way all right the numbers are uh one two five and six let's do five all right one two three four five all right the numbers are Three, four, seven, and eight. Let's do three this time. One, two, three. And then the last, we're back to the one, two, five, and six, which will be your fortune. One. One. All right. Open that up. Let's see what you got, dude. Oh, man, the big one. You win $100 million. (laughs) Dang, dude. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Do you guys remember some of the fortunes you would write in there at all by chance? Or anything about the fortune teller game that you remember? I never did any kind of shape or anything like that. Mine was always a color. And yeah. then like, if I was making them while I was at church and I had something to draw with, I'd actually color it in, like color the whole you know square thing or whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, we always did color. And then you just spelled out the color that they chose instead of the shape. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember that. That's what it was. If I remember nice. right, too, like most of the ones I made were all negative, <laughs> like almost all negative. Yeah. Things. Like they yeah. were all like curses instead of like, yeah. like you won the lottery. It was more like your feet you got diarrhea forever or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got a, I got a few bad ones sprinkled in there. You just, you lucked out, man. It was, uh, it was meant to be, man. All right. Now the other game we got is mash, but since this is fat, dumb and happy, we're older. I'm not going to do like, you know, how many kids are you going to have? We're, we're kind of past that stage, I think. So what I did is a fat, dumb, and happy version of mash. And so that's meatloaf, Angus beef, steak, and hamburger. So I guess of those, the worst one is probably meatloaf, right? Do you guys agree with that? Yeah. There's always got to be a bad one, you know, like shack, right? So the meatloaf, you kind of don't want, but otherwise yes. it's meat, man. We're all happy. And so then instead of like this future, what are you going to do? We're too old and fat to, to think about that. Uh, we're going to think about what's the, what are we going to do next weekend? And so the categories are, what are you going to watch? What's the snack while you're watching? What's the drink while you're watching? And what are you going to do after? So for each of these, we got to come up with some good ones and definitely a bad one in there. And we'll see what we get. 
So, okay. All right. So first category is watch. What do we got guys? What do you think? Throw out a, an idea. Goonies. Goonies. Yes. Okay. 60 minutes. <laughs> oh. uh, that's a tough one. Nice. Uh, so that's the bad one. You can have more than one bad one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So make it so risky, ben, man. We'll do, ben, we're going to mix it up then. I'll do all the good ones. You do all the negative ones. <laughs> okay. There all right. So another good one. Let's go with uh, Back to the Future. Oh, classic. All right, Ben. Ruin my day. All right. Let's do Pride and Prejudice. Oh, all six God. hours. <laughs> uh, nice. Not that. All bad. right. Not In that case bad. my wife's right, listening. Snacks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I actually really like that movie quite a bit. <laughs> and all the remakes. All right, snacks. <laughs> go ahead, John. What's next? So let's go with some caramel popcorn that your mom makes. Ooh, love it. Ben? Those peanut marshmallow things. <laughs> oh, please. Circus don't peanuts? Get that. Circus peanuts. Circus oh. peanuts. <laughs> <laughs> John? I already know that's what I'm going to end up getting. I swear it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay. All right. So I need to really put something really good in there. Then Let's just go with um, go with some mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ooh, I like it. All right, Ben. Last one. Mm-hmm. Let's see. What's a good one? Those rice cakes. The rent. You remember back in the day? What do they call oh, those? Oh, yeah. Rice cakes. Let's just do rice it. Cakes. Yeah. Rice, rice cakes? cakes? Oh, dude. <laughs> I could only eat those things if they had peanut butter on them. Styrofoam, right? Oh, dude, they're so bad. And they had flavored ones, and they were like barely flavored anything. Yeah. All right, (laughs) let's go for drinks now. All right, Orange Julius. That'll be one. Yes. Love those. Tomato juice. Oh, I hate tomato (laughs) juice. (laughs) Like a V8. (laughs) Oh, so terrible. Let's go with some Blue Gatorade. All right, all right. I like it. Warm water. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. All right. And now, what's going to happen after? What are you going to do after? Done with your movie. You have some good snacks, hopefully. Now, what are you going to do? Well, my dream would be to go to sleep at a reasonable hour, but go to sleep. I like it. You want a nap or something or sleep? Yeah. Yeah. Ben. Indigestion. All right. Indigestion. Heartburn. (laughs) I like it. Hang with the fam. Oh, I like it. Yes. Hang with fam and Ben. Read a book. That'll put me yeah. right to sleep. Yes. Yep. So that's a, hey, one and four. Same. Just kidding. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to do the whole spiral thing. You tell me when to stop, John, so we get your magic number. I'll tell you when I'm starting. Ready? All right. All right. I started. Stop. Ooh. One, two, three, four, five. All, All right. right. Yeah. So that's how it works, you guys listening at home. You get the magic number, and you go down the list of all the categories, counting to that number, and that number gets crossed off until the final one is what you get. All right, one, two, three, four, five. Oh, dude, no Goonies tonight, man. Dang it. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. Hey, but you're lucky. No Circus Peanuts. Yes. One, two, three, four, five. No Blue Gatorade. And one, uh... two, three, four, five. But no Meatloaf. One, two, three, four, five. Ooh, dude. Back to the Future's crossed off. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. No orange Julius. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. No hanging with the fam. One, two, three, four, five. No caramel popcorn. 
This is garbage. Wait, 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 wait. Five. No 60 minutes. My bad, my bad. Oh, okay. One, two, three, four, five. No tomato juice. So you're drinking warm water. All right, I can deal with that. And you're oh, and we're you're watching Pride and Prejudice. We got that already figured out too. This is a terrible evening. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, so far not so great. One, two, three, four, five. No steak. One, two, three, four, five. And you are not going to sleep. One, (laughs) two, three, four, five. Oh, dude. So far, you're watching Pride and Prejudice. You're drinking warm water. And you're eating rice cakes. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. But you don't have heartburn. That's healthy stuff. So you're reading a book after. And one, two, three, four, five. And you're eating a hamburger. All right. So John is eating a hamburger, watching Pride and Prejudice, eating rice cakes with warm water, and reading a book after. Dun, dun, All right. Dun. I'm going to tell you right now, that sounds like the worst night I could ever have in my entire life. <laughs> that just well, we can't swap awful. out that water for tomato juice if you want. <laughs> I mean, look, I'll swap out my hamburger for, like, popcorn or something. Give me a yeah. bone. It's ridiculous, man. Goodness. It's that so funny, though, rough, because, man. like, as a kid, I always took this stuff so seriously. Like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, all right, I'm going to drive a Porsche. Yes, and I thought that would really be my future. I was like... Jackpot. <laughs> yep. Yep. We totally believed in it. hundred percent for sure. Good times, guys. Good times. Uh, yeah, for you, because that didn't happen to you. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> ben won a hundred million dollars. So that's a pretty sweet night for him, for sure. Yeah. All uh, right. So, you know, we did those games. Those are like, you know, we would make paper products. We would, we talked about all those things we did when we were bored. A whole other category were the things that we learned when we were bored. I know Ben talked about before spending a lot of time trying to figure out hanging that spoon on his nose or whatever. Some of the things that I learned when I was bored, I picked up juggling. I mean, I'm not I'm not a super juggler by any means, but I, I learned how to juggle seriously just because I was bored. I was like, let me just try. And I started with two and built up with three. And that's as far as I went. I never got past three. We had a cousin that lived with us that got to like five, right? Didn't uh, yeah, our cousin get up there? Good. I can't remember exactly how many, but I think he at least did briefly five. He couldn't, I don't know how long he keep it up, but he was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Any things that you guys remember that you learned how to do strictly out of boredom? Uh, learned to whistle. But like yeah. for me, man, I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't whistled in a long time, but I don't whistle like normal person. I do like the the two fingers in the mouth, kind of like the, the loud know, push whistle. Out the, push out the tongue, and it's a super loud whistle. And I remember there was times when, as a supervisor at my old job, and these people would just wouldn't stop talking, man. Like my people that were underneath me, and so I'd do that. We were in like a kind of a spacious office, but it was still pretty loud. You could hear it like the back of the office on the other side of the nice. of the wall. Yeah, it's just like, but I had to shut them up. So, yep, that's how I learned. I yeah. learned that whistle. I'm, yeah, rarely do like the like the regular whistle. I can do the other one, but I can't really whistle like for a sustained period of time. That brings up a good point, though. Those, some of those things that we learn as like as kids, like snapping your fingers or blowing gum or whistling or something like, I don't know. There's some element of, I think, getting out of being bored, maybe, or doing it because you're bored kind of thing, I think. I learned how to do the loud whistle, too, with my fingers first, but now I only do it. I don't use my fingers in there. I just do it with just my tongue. I can do a really loud whistle just, just straight up. Right. I can only whistle out of the side of my mouth. 
it's kind of weird, but like I can't whistle straight out, like straight forward, but I can whistle out of the side. Yeah. And, and depending on where someone's standing, they might not see me. Like they might not see who's doing it because <laughs> it's out of the side of my mouth a little. Do you guys remember gleeking? I don't even know if that's like I do it right, but it's squirting water. Like you squeeze the bottom of your tongue and it just kind of like spits out water. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it shoots out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You push your water. tongue up against the top of your mouth and your teeth and then the spit just like flies out. I, I learned how to do that as a teenager too. Yeah. Can you do it, John? You were the one that taught me, actually. That's I can't right. do it anymore, though, but you were the one that showed me how to do that as a kid. The tricky part is once you learn how to do it, and then you just, it, like, strengthens those muscles or something, and you'll just do it sometimes just in the middle of eating or whatever. It'll just, like, spray. <laughs> so it's kind of a, it's a and the amount that you, that. The amount that you were able to do, Dave, was ridiculous. Like, there was always so much spit. It was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I think that's probably another, like, boy versus girl thing kind of that, that like spitting was a, a thing in general i would say in general i remember one time in high school early years seeing a guy in class and he was just blowing these bubbles of spit that would just there were little tiny bubbles and they would just fly off and i was like what is that guy doing and i thought you know is it something like he drank or whatever that he can make bubbles with it? and then i learned that it was just spit bubbles you get them at the right size you can blow them off gently and they are so small that they will just float and so i spent hours and hours to figure that out and i can do it now i learned it as a teenager to curl your tongue get enough spit in there and just right on the tip of your tongue and blow it off and then this little tiny spit bubble just flies off it's awesome i hope that you tracked every single one of those spit bubbles he blew (laughs) oh man i've blown hundreds it's disgusting i know I couldn't even imagine what I would do if somebody else had a spit bubble in the middle of class and it landed on me. I'd freak out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yep. I was just going to say, like, you know how you can make a bunch of bubbles with your spit. It's really gross. Not to talk about it too much. But, like, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a clean, tiny little bubble that just flies off. So, anyway. That was still spit in their mouth, bro. Yes. <laughs> no, sir. If this makes you feel any better at all, it works best, like, right after you brush your teeth. So, it's, like, a little bit cleaner at least. I mean, uh, maybe. Maybe that would help, but <laughs> not much. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, I remember it's crazy because, like, I learned this from my second grade teacher. His name was Mr. Wallace. And <laughs> I don't know why I learned this or how I picked it up, but it was something that he was doing. And now, obviously, I've never chewed tobacco in my entire life, but you've seen a tobacco can. And they they got to pack it, I think is what they call it. They got to pack the dip. And so they're sitting there hitting their, their index finger against the can. Yep. And yeah, so I learned, I've been able to do that since the second grade. And people are like, show me how you do that. Show me how you do it. And they're like, you're just snapping. You're just snapping. I'm like, no, I'm not snapping at all. I'm whipping my finger against my other fingers. And uh, But yeah, yep. I think that up uh, in second grade. So. Yes. So for the listener, it's not coming through for the audio, but like oh, right. you're pinching your right. thumb and middle finger, and then he's just flicking his index finger against it, and it makes a snapping sound. And you can do it loud, wow. right, John? Yep. I had forgotten that you learned that in second grade, dude. I remember <laughs> that you learned it, and I remember being amazed by you with that <laughs> that skill. But I forgot that you were that young. That's awesome. Yep. So that was a good one. Yeah. Another thing I learned out of boredom was the hand whistle. You know, you cup your hands together, put oh, your lips yeah. against your thumbs. I and can't you can do that. So I learned how to do that. A huge one that me and one of my buddies did for like seriously hours. 
we'd be sitting bored on the couch. We learned how to spin pillows on our finger, like high speeds and for like forever. Like you could just indefinitely spin them. It helped if a pillow had a button in the center. Yeah, the button. So you could just spin around that. Yeah. That definitely made it easier. I had people that I worked with at the restaurant when I was there that they could do that with the drink trays. Yeah, it's like ridiculous how long they can sit wow. there and spin, man. Yeah. Well, once I, I learned how that. to do it with the pillow and the button, like I could do it to other things. I could do it to yeah. books sometimes. I mean, like it wasn't as good, but I could do it. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was, there was and one that guy was that could purely out of boredom. Yeah, there was one guy that could do it with like the big server trays where they bring all the food out. Yeah, he could do it with that yeah, too. Like, yeah, that's some talent right there. Yeah, yeah, that's mm. nuts. And then the last one I would share is when I was in training, this is an adult. So, I, I mean, it wasn't as a kid, but still this guy I knew could make a cricket sound and his was like so perfect and so loud. I mean, not like ear piercing loud, but just like clear and loud. It was like the best punchline to like somebody doing a really dumb joke or whatever else. He would just do the cricket sound perfectly. It was hilarious. And so I remember hearing him do that and like asking how he did it. And then I had like a 10 hour drive home from this training and I just practiced like the whole way home. And so I can do it, but it's like, it's not as loud and as cool as this guy, but it's, uh, I have pulled it out. Same thing. Cause it's real subtle with your tongue. You're kind of rolling your tongue and you're doing kind of a squeaky whistle with your tongue. I mean, your mouth is barely open. So it's really, it's kind of hard to tell like who did that. You know what I mean? So it's, it's classic. It's pretty funny. That's cool. There's one other thing that I guarantee you all of us have tried during boredom. Uh, because this became popular when we were kids. And that was the Chewbacca noise, the Chewbacca cry. Yes. Everybody yes. tries that one. I don't even, I don't do a good mm. one. I can yeah. do it when like, like I got a stretch or something like that. <laughs> it just comes out that way sometimes. It but just comes out when like, you stretch it. Yeah. But yeah. I can't just do it like, just do it to do it. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I can get it, but not usually. Yeah. All right. It's fun. Some of the things that you can figure out you can do just because you're just bored. You have nothing else you can do. Some of those things have been entertaining for me, like still to this day I do and, and show people and stuff like that. So some good things come out of boredom sometimes for sure. Yeah. There's also some things that we do as adults to kind of cure our boredom as well that I think are very prevalent in our everyday life. Sometimes we don't realize we're doing it because we're bored, but I mean, just the list, I guarantee you that 99% of you do at least one or two or maybe even three of these things every single day. Probably you can find the reason that we're all fat, dumb, and happy on this list right here. So I think <laughs> one of the you know, people that do just out of boredom, and it's probably a bigger deal than I'm making of it, but we all eat. Everybody, so, well, I'll say the majority of people eat just because they're bored and because they don't know, you know, it, it's just it's just kind of a, a go-to thing, just walk by, check the fridge, check the pantry kind of thing. A snack on something i know i that's probably a problem for me because i think you know i'm bored a lot i i do keep to myself i'm kind of an introvert and so i do eat out of boredom quite a bit that is one of the things that i do and usually i do that while i'm doing half of these other things on this list you know like binge watching something yep. that we just to fill our time yes we're just trying to be entertained and for me i kind of rationalize that <laughs> because i I have a subscription or I pay for that, that I might as well use it instead of being out and about spending money elsewhere. So that's kind of my rationalization for that. But, you know, yep, uh, yep. <laughs> you know for me, one of the big things, too, is you know playing on my phone. I'm addicted to Yahtzee. So I play a lot of Yahtzee on my phone. If I could ever bring myself to be to delete TikTok and to delete Facebook and Reddit and all that stuff, my life would probably be a heck of a lot more productive than I am right now. 
But there will be times when I'm just sitting there, okay, scroll to the next one, scroll to the next one, okay, and just keep going. So easy to and do, like, man. Like 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm supposed to go to bed two hours ago. You know, but even Facebook, <laughs> yeah. man, those, the Facebook reels, I'll just get caught in those mm-hmm. sometimes, too. Things like that. What are some of the other things that you guys think that we do nowadays as adults to fulfill our boredom? I think it's kind of funny, but I'll catch when I'm bored. That's when I will notice like a certain other part of my body that's hurting. Like <laughs> I'm sitting there bored and I'm like, oh man, my elbow is like hurting. Like <laughs> it's almost like an activity. Like what else is hurting? Let me think. And it's, it's sad and it, uh, it doesn't help with the boredom, but it's something I end up doing. It seems like. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you move a certain part of your body and it kind of pops. <laughs> You're like, oh, right. Yes. My body's like really <laughs> creaky now and pops. Like, yep. Yep. Why is my arm sore? What did I do to make my, you start thinking about your day. You're like, what did I do to make my arm sore? What did I hit my arm on that I've got this? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yep. Yeah, that's a good one, Dave. What about you, Ben? Listening to podcasts or music and stuff like that, like just feeling, unfortunately, I feel too much of my time with just sound going constantly, whether it's music or podcasts or something a lot of times. And uh, it does alleviate boredom, but sometimes I think it's a little too much. Except for everybody at home listening now, this does not qualify as boredom. That's right. Hey, it can solve a boredom. (laughs) So, I mean, it's a good thing for sure to some extent. It's just a matter of how much, right? Yeah, it's yep. funny that yep. you say that too, Ben, because, you know, you say you're always something audible going in, uh, whether it's music or podcasts or something, you know, even educational it could be, but you're still kind of occupying your mind that way. For me, in the car, man, like my favorite music genre is 90s music. Absolutely love it. It's my favorite, always will be. But I have to really, really be in the mood to listen to music in the car. No matter where I'm going, no matter how far I'm traveling. I never listen to music. It's usually me just sitting there talking to myself about, you know, what my day was, things that I need to be doing, you know, things like that. Always talking to myself. And I think it would just be so funny if, you know, one day, like, somebody hit a recorder in my car or something like that and just listen to me babble away about all the garbage nonsense I talk about to myself. I think that would be kind of hilarious. Dude, you got to do it, man. Record it. I want to hear it. <laughs> Voice memo. You don't. <laughs> we should each record ourselves and then swap it so that we listen to each other. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> that would be really nice. weird. Like but it. It'd be funny. <laughs> Dude, we got to do it once, man. Let's do it. That's awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know, some things definitely are better than others. And honestly, when John, you're describing, you know, like talking to yourself through things, that's actually can be a very positive thing. You know, like, it's a way for you to process emotions. It's a way to plan your day. You know, it's, it's a time for you to go over things that you've done before and maybe analyze and think of how you would have done it differently. Yeah. And often we don't allow ourselves enough time to do those things. And so there's a lot of things we can do when we're bored that are in some ways productive like that, you know, or helpful for us. There's so many different kinds of, for instance, meditation that can help us get in a good place, help us be able to, to increase our ability to concentrate. Or If you guys have heard of mindfulness, it's sort of a way of being in the present. All can come from different meditation techniques. Deep breathing exercises can kind of help have energy, have help us like manage our emotions and things like that. And prayer is one of those ways that we can connect with God and you know kind of get ourselves in a good place as far as dealing with all the problems in our lives. And so, and one of the things I think is we don't recognize that can be so helpful with being bored once in a while 
is it can kind of give us the motivation to do something that we've been procrastinating, <laughs> you know, like we're finally mm-hmm. getting around to doing it. And the reality yeah. is sometimes, especially now as adults, we get so busy with our lives. It's almost like we don't have time to be bored. And if you know, we actually find those moments when we are bored. Now it depends on where we're at. And like there's certain things sometimes we can't, like we're in the middle of our job and it's a, maybe it's a monotonous thing. You know, like I remember there was a period in my life where I had a, a temp job of working at a factory and it was just like folding boxes up, loading them up with something over and over and over and over again. And I remember this one guy that just would like, I don't know how he had the energy for it, but he turned everything into like a little dance, you know, <laughs> or, you know, and it just like singing along or, or making a little dance and man, he just made it fun. Um, uh, it kind of broke up his day. Now, I don't think like in the middle of, um, you know, I could do like a lot of m- uh, meditation techniques in the middle of my job, doing a job like that. But I mean, when you do have those moments to make better use of them is always a good thing. And one thing I've noticed too, is if we stick with nowadays, it's so easy. If we get one thing that alleviates our boredom, we just stick with it for hours and hours. Like, like you mentioned binge watching a show or something, you know, like there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes we can lose track of how much time we've used that one strategy and instead of breaking it up into lots of different things. And so that's another way of increasing the quality of how we use the activities that we do when we're bored is just by breaking it up into something different than what we've done before, you know? And so whether, you know, whether it's, you know, watching shows or playing video games or, or whatever, sometimes we can lose track of time and just blow hours where like we could have done something better with our time. Some, there's some things too that uh, studies have actually shown, like how boredom is actually really helpful for like for kids growing up. We talked about this before, like we go outside and we would find things to do, you know? And so I, yeah. I wrote down some things of things that I've found in different studies and stuff like that, that we know that like boredom can lead to, it depends on how we react to boredom, of course, but it can lead to greater development of creativity and imagination. Mm-hmm. Like I mentioned before, it can create uh, motivation to change like the status quo. That thing that we're dealing with, that you know, you get bored enough with it, eventually you're going to push yourself to do something different, right? Instead of being stuck and doing the same thing over and over and over again. It can also be a re- way of relaxing when you're, we're bored. Because sometimes if we have like our busy life where we have so much to do, our brain is just hyper engaged, like always thinking of the next thing we got to do, figuring different things out, having a chance for us to take a break from that and just sort of zone out a little bit can act actually be a relaxing time you know and and something we need that to sort of recuperate Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it helps kids to regulate their emotions and so that they can develop like tolerance for unenjoyable experiences like that's part of life you know we just have to do some things that are are not necessarily our favorite things and learning to deal with that in a healthy way is really important for kids to learn Unfortunately, nowadays, is there's usually something that's easy to go to and like there's almost limitless supply of it. You know, like back in the day, there was a, a window where we could watch shows that were like aimed for kids. And once that window was over, there really wasn't anything interesting on, you know, <laughs> like not too much, you know. Uh, and true. nowadays, yeah, 
uh, with like there's so many you, know, you could just watch hours and hours and hours of of even a single show you know just just mm-hmm. a single show right it's the same thing with video games like you said there's so many different phone things and stuff like that like you could download a different game on your phone every day and have something new almost every day like there's like no end to it right no uh, no yep so those are just some of the things that kind of came to my mind as far as what we can do is one look for what you've been procrastinating if there's something that you know you need to do that you've just been putting off whether it's maybe cleaning a room or something or maybe it's just a project that you or, or talking to somebody even Sometimes, unfortunately, we use these things to deal with boredom as a way of further avoiding something that we know we need to do. Maybe it's talking to somebody that's about something that's a difficult conversation, or maybe it's dealing with, you know, emotions that we don't want to have to think about. And so we just turn on the music or put on a show and we never deal with those emotions that are just kind of festering under the surface. So being able to like look at yourself and say, is there something I've been meaning to do that I haven't? Do it. Do it. Find the time yep. to do it. It's uh, so helpful. The other thing is make sure you maybe even set aside some time to have some quiet time. Because those mm-hmm. quiet times when you can pray or you can meditate or you can do those kinds of things to kind of refill your bucket, you know, because yeah. life can get busy nowadays. And like I said, there's always something to fill it with. But not everything that we fill it with is as helpful as others. And, and it's good to good to have a little bit of everything, you know, in life. I mean, just enjoy life. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome, Ben. Like, it's interesting because I, I got two takeaways from that is, one, I feel like whenever I'm super bored at nighttime and I'm trying to go to sleep and shut my brain off, that's when my brain wants to start taking into account all my financial activity <laughs> and I become like a, a financial planner at that moment. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this on the side to, you know, pay for this and this and that. And it's like, like at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night, I'm like writing here on my wall, you know, what I need to be doing and, and how to get those goals and stuff. It's just crazy. But the other thing is, you know, a lot of the time that we consider boredom is synonymous with, you know, like slothfulness or laziness and just like not doing anything. But the part where you said where it can actually be relaxing because it gives our brain a break from being hyper engaged with everything. That's an excellent point. And I hadn't thought about it like that to where, oh, you're bored, you're doing nothing, you're not being productive. And, you know, as an adult, it's like, well, you know, hey, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You know, just that mentality of adulthood to where yeah. you should always be accomplishing something. That's what it feels like nowadays. Mm-hmm. especially in the world that we live in and, and instead of thinking about it of okay well maybe this boredom is just my body or my mind telling me i should be taking a rest and putting that that time aside for myself to to just veg for a minute so i'm not stressing yeah. out about all this other stuff so excellent points man that's awesome yeah self-care man for sure taking care of your mind and your body a little downtime is totally important and healthy for sure yeah it's just finding that balance right mm-hmm Yep, balancing everything, man. That's what Mr. Miyagi says. You know it, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, again, Ben, thank you for those final thoughts. Uh, that was pretty awesome, and that was enlightening for me. So, thank you for that and bringing that to our fat, dumb, and happy podcast here. Everybody at home, they can hear my voice right now. Thank you for listening. And you know, I say this every time at the close, but you know, look, we just do this for fun. But it's great that we can share this stuff with you, and you know, we always. 
Uh, I love your feedback, so make sure to please rate and subscribe or give a thumbs up, whatever you need to do. Share this with your friends, and if you hate them, share it with your enemies. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you ever have anything that you guys want us to talk about, any kind of topic that maybe you're an expert on, and maybe we can have you on the show. You know, give us a heads up. Let us know. Let us know what you want to hear, uh, what you want us to talk about, and maybe if it's your area of expertise, you can be a special guest expert we seem to have them every week it's awesome thank you so much and i can't say anything more than stay fat dumb and happy yeah see you guys